Hi, I'm Nikki Dorr from Dover Mediation. Um, a while ago on Twitter, I did a Q&A about mediumship. So I was quite curious to find out what people were, um, what questions they had. So there's two questions I'm going to tackle today. One was, when did it start? How did I know? Those type of, that type of question, which I want to expand on. Um, the second question was, you know, is this, is this born? Are you born? Or can you create, um, can you become a medium? even if you weren't born a medium. So the first one I'm going to tackle is about how I, um, how did I know as a medium? It's, it's a very difficult one for me because I don't remember not being a medium. It's probably the best way of saying it. I didn't know what the words were, but before I could, bore, before I could speak, which I'm not doing a good job of even now I'm an adult, um, I was actually communicating with spirit. I was communicating with my great grandmother. So uh, as I went, as I grew up, I just continued to do that. I, I always saw shadow men or people. I, I was communicating all the time to, you know, in the same way babies babble and toddlers do to my multiple in, invisible friends. Um, and it's only when you really go to school, you notice that eh, perhaps that's not what everyone does. Um, so that is natural to me. It's very unnatural not to do it. Uh, and also I'm an empath too, so energy has always been quite important to me. I really didn't understand what I was doing. I just thought, well, you know, that was me. And then obviously when I was younger, it, it, it's kind of fine. A lot of people entertain kids when they're, I was giving readings on the bus. I was passing on messages from spirit on the bus, whether you liked it or not. Um, usually, you know, when I was started talking and, you know, when you were about three to five and you're conversing properly. So, um, I, I did learn at school that people didn't do that. So you do end up having to curb it and having to learn that that's, that's not what people do and that's not normal. So I did have to, I'm very good at playing at normal. Um, I'm pretending I'm not having multiple messages or people aren't coming through. I'm also very good at um, passing messages on without actually mentioning where they've come from and dropping them into conversations because I've always kind of, for a lot of my life, I was kind of hiding it. I didn't really want to be seen as, you know, that weird. Um, even though I kind of knew, I just tried to be normal for a while, uh, for a really long time and ignored. Uh, I still had those messages and stuff, but I, I tried to hide behind it. It's quite funny, actually, the people who call you out tend to be Virgos and Scorpios. So you might say, oh, yeah, well, I was, you know, like you, you must have told me that. And they'll go, no, I didn't. And you'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people, you can fudge that for lots of people. Um, you can't, you cannot budget by, um, from a few people and, and they are usually Virgos because they remember everything um, and they remember details and Scorpios because sometimes they're a little bit naturally paranoid. Um, not, I love both by the way, it's, it's just saying that, I, I was just thinking about that as, as I spoke about it and realising they, they tended to be those sides. Um, so, now, um, I didn't start training until about 2009, a proper mediumship training, 2008, 2009. So um, I kind of decided that I was going to, if, if this was going to be part of my life, because I realised I could not, uh, it was starting to seep in every areas of my, uh, other areas of my life. So I decided I wanted and I needed to control it a little bit more. Um, it, and also if you're then doing, going out as a professional, um, which I didn't know then, I just wanted to control a bit. You really do need to understand how to protect yourself, how to be clear, how to get your message across in the right way, how to look after your energy. And I, I started with physical mediumship, so 
that's a that's very much about you making sure that your physical body and your energetic body are both clear um, that they are looked after nourished and also aligned so part of that became a very the way i look at um, life holistically and why it's very important for me to kind of have natural products and and try and eat as healthily as possible obviously um i do have jupiter rising so wine does feature in there but you know, wine's now medicinal, isn't it? Like a glass a day or, I don't know, the, the um, scientists keep changing their mind, don't they? So that's the first question. Um, and the second question was, are uh, mediums born or created? So I firstly want to separate two things. One is the idea of mediumistic um, ability. Now, everyone can have a mediumistic moment, probably not so much ability. Everyone can have mediumistic uh, moments and two of the really good examples one is usually someone um, when they first pass over they are closer to earth and they can actually communicate um, pretty much to anyone that's open so that immediate moment and then you will find that sometimes there'll be moments in your life that you're more receptive you can also find that you know if you have readers um, who are doing tarot and various other things that can mean that they're open to it but it doesn't mean that they're a, a medium. It just means that they are, they have mediumistic moments. Uh, a medium I, I do see is a, a little bit more, having a, a lot more ability and it being more consistent. Now, are they born created? Now, to me, there's this whole idea of born, um, natural born mediums versus other mediums. I can't think that you would actually have any other way of being a medium. You are natural born. Now, there seems to be two um, distinct types. Now, one is from birth, which um, I myself was from birth. And I've had this conversation uh, on one of my radio shows with Sarah Tyler Walters, and we've had this conversation. And it does seem to be there's, there's two distinct, um, you know, people, they're all born with it. But um, the second half, it's kind of latent for um, the, the formative years of their lives. And then it tends to be an onset. And the, the onset tends to be quite dramatic. It will be when they've either had a major life change, they've got a chronic, after chronic illness, or, you know, like a, a trauma, or, you know, they, you know something like their, their marriage breaking up, basically a midlife crisis, something that um, seems to be a catalyst for it. Now, we're both natural born, it's just different, um, different onset times, really. Um, now, there seems to be different reasons for that. Sometimes people need to, learn to use it as they grow up um, and, and sometimes it can end up being an obstacle to you. So we all have life lessons and I haven't really, I don't think I know, I could say 100% on what those reasons are for splitting, but it does seem to be two distinct types um, who develop it and it does seem to be around the middle of, um, middle of the life when it comes in, so it'd be like um, from mid thirties to around fifty, when the late um, uh, when it comes through, if it comes through later in your life, it t tends to be around that um, area. So they're both uh, one is not better than the other. Um, one you do have to learn to integrate it, and then the other one tends to be when because you integrate it as a child. Um, the other one when it's later on set. You, you, you do have challenges also, but it is, it tends to be, it's kind of, it's easier in some respects because 
you can get the training, you, you're kind of more aware of it. But the second thing, it can be harder to be as open because, you know, when you're a child, you just accept things and you go forward. Oh, this is this is interesting. And you carry on as an adult. You, you do end up asking, you know, a lot of questions. Is this real? What I you know, is this? Am I going mad? All, all of these things. So that to me is is kind of they both have their challenges, um, but they're both natural born. So I think I'll end that video there.